Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RHAP Big Brother Canada 11 premiere podcasting content recap. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I'm here to talk about the premiere of Big Brother Canada 11. Uh, you know, it's a premiere, and we're here. That's that's how it works. Uh, and I've got some great guests with me to uh, to chat through it all. Uh, luckily, because um, if it was just me alone uh, to th- live with this content, um, who knows what would happen? With me tonight is Asia. How are you doing, Asia? I'm doing well. I am very happy that I did not watch any of the cast bios before this episode <laughs> because I just knew I was like, you know, it's going to be a repeat. I had no idea it'd be half the episode. So I'm very excited because this was my first time really seeing these people. You know, I watched the draft, but this was getting to see them, you know, in action. So I'm excited to be here talking to you two. Um, and, you know, and then we'll talk about the episode. <laughs> yes. Pro tip for Big Brother Canada. Don't watch the bios. Uh, <laughs> listen to the podcasts. We'll talk about them. Uh, but don't watch them ahead of time. Otherwise you're in for 40 minutes of stuff you've already seen. <laughs> also joining me tonight is Chappelle. How you doing, Chappelle? Taryn, Asia, I'm good. I'm happy to be here with y'all. And I too did not 
watch the bios beforehand. So this was a great episode for me. I learned so much. I did watch the draft because, like you said, pro tip, we've been doing this for a while, so I know better than to come in completely blind. But I did get to enjoy the episode because I did not already watch half of it uh, leading up to this week. Uh, But I am very excited to talk about this new cast. It did make me miss my babies from last season a little bit, too. But, uh, you know, we got we got something to start over fresh. We got a new season. Uh, we're not boycotting. <laughs> so we're here. Let's do it. Yes, we are here. Uh, you know, I did feel like toward the end of the episode, uh, Kuzi uh, actually was saying something. That she was really describing how I feel currently uh, watching this show and talking about it right now. I am stuck in here like a fish. I am wiggling for my life. <laughs> I cannot get out. I am mangled like a pretzel. Uzi Bukashwe, Cheryl Mujakachi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Chappelle, stop. No, I can't. I'm sorry. I just you knew. I saw, I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh. It didn't even click. Chappelle is just going to be hard eyes. Just all about her. I ain't even saying nothing. I'm just saying hi. You, you just know said her saying? name. I just said hi. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I just said hi. Like, just said hi. That's all. You're I just smitten. Hello. A little, um, you know, how, how could you not be? Look at this woman. She's amazing. <laughs> She's not normal. She's not. She's not. That's daddy. <laughs> that's, that's big daddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk through this premiere. Uh, of course, if this is your first time uh, sort of like catching up with the new Big Brother Canada season, you might be like, guys, well, why are you being so negative already? Uh, or you might be like that already, in which case, you know, you're wrong. Um, but, uh, the big news that they did not mention in the premiere, of course, is that, uh, there are no live feeds this season. Um, so what you see is what you get when it comes to the TV show. Uh, there will be some kind of online content, but we do not yet know what that is really going to look like. Um, so, uh, you know, the episodes, uh, I guess in some ways are going to matter more, uh, but at the same time mean less. Um, but here we are with the premiere. I, I think that typically we come on to the premiere uh, podcast and, you know, premieres are hard for Big Brother. Um, you know, Survivor, I feel like, manages to introduce a bunch of players, get some stuff going, get a vote happening in the first episode. It all takes place in 42 minutes. And sometimes, sometimes it's longer and those are, are better. But uh, usually you're kind of like, ah, you know, I feel pretty acquainted. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in. Uh, Big Brother is, uh, it's, it feels like they're chicken, te- uh, te- checking off the check boxes, you know, uh, just kind of like, uh, all right, we need to get through 40 minutes of bio videos. Uh, then name the sponsor. Z- sponsors. Uh, then introduce the new twist and then show you part of a competition. Uh, and by the end of it, you're kind of like, what, what did I do? Who are the? What's happening? Um. <laughs> over or under, how many times are we going to, well, let's say over or under once a week, do you think we're going to watch them make a HelloFresh meal? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I would say once a week because you got to also fit in the Wendy's meal. True. Uh, you know, and then, you know, they've got to shave themselves probably with one of the probable sponsors about shaving. 
they have to insure themselves. They have to gamble at lotteries. You know, lots of things have to happen. Definitely have to have our winners drop too. You know, cannot have Big Brother Canada without winners. And so, uh, yeah, Asia, I could see them doing breakfast at Wendy's and then HelloFresh throughout the rest of the, you know, the day. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Uh, if you ever wanted to try HelloFresh, don't don't be telling them about BB Can. Uh, come to the t- come to my Twitch stream. Uh, use a code. <laughs> and I and I love HelloFresh just as much as the next person. I personally, I checked I checked the number of boxes that I've received uh, right before I came on. This week I reached ninety boxes. So I've been doing HelloFresh for like about four years now. Love it, but but. Do I want to watch it on Big Brother? Probably not. But I know they're going to find a way to incorporate it. See, and I, and I don't want to stop your bag, Taryn. You know, if y'all want HelloFresh, <laughs> clearly go to Taryn and get your not code. Not a current sponsor, actually. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we're good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say get your code for Taryn. I'm sure Asia has some referrals after 90 boxes. I'm sure she can hook you up with, with some type of chicken portobello or zesty mango salsa or something like that. But I'm just not a HelloFresh guy. I, I'm, I'm a fat ass. I like leftovers and that don't make enough food. I, I you eat it once and then I try to sleep and then I wake up and I smell all the aroma of all the things that I've made, all this good food. And then I go into the kitchen and there's nothing left because again, I'm a fat ass. So uh, not really my style, but there is Wendy's. And if I'm hungry enough, I will eat that too. You say not enough food, but uh, I I accidentally ordered a uh, like full double family serving of nacho mac and cheese the last time I made some food on stream, <laughs> and subsequently uh, put myself in a coma. So, <laughs> yeah, if you ever need any, if you ever need any assistance in finishing one of these meals, just call me. I will get on the plane. Make no mistake. Uh, now, if you need a VPN, that's the current sponsor. Check out the Twitch stream. Um, so anyway, uh, lots of sponsors here for uh, for Big Brother Canada. Um, the theme of the house is uh, like murder mystery, kind of like uh, it, it. The house looks. I, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, at least it did in like the intro shots. Uh, and you know, the, like the lighting of it and just like the theming of it. I mean, for a, for a house that is often like just insanely bright clashing colors everywhere, uh, it felt a little more cohesive than it normally does to me at least. Yeah. It felt all together, all together. Like the theme felt consistent. It wasn't like, oh, there's the theme and then there's the house at, you know, the entrance is the theme, but it did feel consistent all the way through to the diary room. Uh, and so, I think it looks really nice. I think they did a really great job. I saw that upstairs the floor was red. So that's cute. And I mean, I think, but I year over year, I do think that they do a good job with their house. Like I I don't feel like besides the general layout, I feel like each cast feels like they're in a unique house. Mm, see, last year I kind of I didn't I don't think I loved the house. I, I remember be, talking about the premiere and being like, "Why is it so bright? It feels like you're trapped inside of uh, like a pinball machine." Uh, and not in a good way. It was very gauche, you know. And so this time I, I like that. It, this is a murder mystery theme kind of feel, and so I do like it because I want the players to get in character. I want them to really get into like you know trying to figure out these things, who's making the moves, what these secret advantages are, and to really just kind of get settled into the house. 
house as opposed to, you know, um, letting the house be so crazy and wacky to where you don't really understand what's going on. There's no ball pit here. You know what I'm saying? Like they go shoot pool, pull out a couple books and stuff. Maybe a secret passage opens up. I want that. I want them to be invested in the in the house in a way that I don't think they have been in the last two seasons. But we shall see. Who was it that said like, oh, when are we going to find out the theme? After, <laughs> it's like after everyone has said episode. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's in your face. What are you talking yeah. about? How do we feel about the portrait um, of Love all it. winners and Gary? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony like, was oh. there too. Anthony was there. But Josh I mean, there. look, we're talking, we're talking about winners, right? Like uh, winners uh, in their own right. No. No, winners is our sponsor, uh, Taryn. I, look, <laughs> as the casual here, I was trying to figure out who didn't win, you know, because I was like, mm. I was like, Gary won, right? Oh, no. He, well, yeah, he didn't. Mm, okay. Kind of. Okay, so yeah, I was really. like, he kind of won. And Anthony kind of won, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are some couple kind of winners on there. Um, justice for Netta, though? I didn't see Netta. What's up? Where's Netta? Where's Ica? I need, I, I think we I need the picture. Maybe like, Ken snubbing Netta, Twitter. not surprising. Snubbing Ica, though? <laughs> Was Ica not there? I didn't see Ica. I mean, pull up the picture. I look. Have they tweeted out the picture? I need a close up. No, no, no. Or Ica is. That's a choice right there. They're gonna hide it from us. They are. They're they're not gonna show it to us because of the the Ica erasure. You know, the the fixes in here. That's why they got rid of the live feeds. They couldn't have a full image of the portrait on on the internet. Could you imagine the screenshots every time somebody walks by? Like, wow, still no Ica week four. Wow, I can't (laughs) believe we're doing this. Oh, they're saying it was all final twos. Mm. Mm, okay. You know whose yeah. close up we did see? Because they immediately made it their profile picture on Twitter. Who? <laughs> Kevin Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, hold on. The fact that we all just went, oh, okay, all final twos, as though that was an acceptable two, right? explanation. <laughs> they still made the choice to make it all final twos, the, right. knowing that it would exclude the Netas and Ikas of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like, it's like making it final twos is cool because you could say, look, it's final twos. We didn't pick favorites. But at the same time, it's like, this is Big Brother. We like for you to pick favorites. Show us our fave. Show us the reason why we come to the show. We don't come to the show to hear who's the final two. We come to the show for the characters, the Summers, the Mooses, the Helenas, all the people from last season. I, I would like to see some of them in, in a portrait. Maybe they could do more portraits next year. Maybe they can wheel in some more paintings throughout the season because this isn't good <laughs> enough for me. I need more. I think it would be really good if there's a comp that is like a spot the difference at some point um, of all the, of, you know, just minor details, like the color of her shirt or something. But um, but yeah, if they did all final twos, that's 20 people because I guess they wanted it to look cool. Right. So there's 20 people up there. Uh, so then if they did final threes, it's getting a little busy. That's third. This, you know, it's too many. It is busy. Yeah. It is, it is a lot. Um, so, yeah, big murder mystery theme. I think the first big mystery of the season is uh, who thought these twists were a good idea? Uh, <laughs> who thought they should cancel the live feeds? Um, who murdered Big Brother Canada 11 is kind of the big one, I think. Uh, so, I, you know, hopefully we'll find those answers eventually. Um, but I did like, uh, I feel like sometimes Big Brother Canada players, they come in. They feel a little overdressed for the house. I felt like it all kind of fit nicely this time. The, 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 the dresses, the suits, it all looked good. It's always funny because like they are in like premiere mode and everybody's all, you know, 
they feel they they are dressed nice, but immediately Amal took off her shoes. It was like, yes, you are in a house. Get comfortable. <laughs> it's relatable content. I, I yeah, they dress so nice, but this is the time where the theme matched the outfits a little bit because I guess in those murder mysteries, it's kind of like a it's a little formal, right? It's normally like a dinner or something like that, or a nice uh, night at like a nice mansion. So the people coming in formal, it made sense as opposed to like I said in the past, we've seen them come in formal just to be just kind of just like <laughs> in a the game jungle. Show. Yeah, or a game show. It's like, okay, why did you dress like this? So it made sense. Uh, and, and a lot of people look great. They always look so good here on Big Brother Canada. I really wish they put a little bit more effort into that on Big Brother US. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Can we talk about how awkward it was, uh, the introduction as they walk out on stage, where they're, it's literally like, and it's Zach! <laughs> it's crickets. There's no audience. What are you do? Why are we doing a walkout? When there's no like, at least get like get like a just a, like some light like, okay, yeah, you know, have the crew clap or something, right? Like, I get, I get that nobody actually wants to see your show anymore because of the live feed thing, but like, you gotta huh. pretend. Yeah, why wasn't there an audience? Like, what is the reason? Hit the applause button, you know. If, if there's not, not going to be an audience, just do hit the laugh track, you know. Like it, you know, it's Zach. Like woo! Yeah! There's nobody there. Um, but they did the walkout once, and then they stopped doing it after a while. I think after the second one, they just like, okay, just come <laughs> like, out. Yeah, as though they were actually filming it live, and were like, this wasn't working. Let's just act it. <laughs> yeah, so like, just come out. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we did see that uh, that uh, Amal um it was explaining who anthony was to uh i believe it was ty and zach um and uh kind of being no like, it was uh, um hope it was hope mm-hmm. it was hope okay yeah. to hope and zach uh and it's sort of like explaining like hey this is anthony he was great and they were like oh did he win well <laughs> no uh this guy this goof beat him uh <laughs> <laughs> She did like, list her occupation as super fan. Uh, I am a little bit concerned about uh, the immediate, like, this is your first impression. And we're going to talk about, like, how Anthony, the master manipulator, is, like, uh, your favorite player. Yeah, because I even saw when they panned away and they were, like, about to cut to commercial, um, uh, Hope, like, hit uh, Zach, like, look at this. Like, look at, like, what she's saying. Because they don't know any better. All they see is somebody who really knows the show. And are are they going to think, oh, I want to learn from her? Or are they going to think, we need to get her out because she knows way more than we do. And I wonder, you know, with the amount of knowledge she has and that she's willing to share, is she going to click with Daniel? Like, are they going to relate in that way? <laughs> or is it going to be like a, a situation where, oh, the, you know, Big Brother 24, oh, I want to get the other super fan out. Yeah, I have to ask. Does big? I feel like the Big Brother Canada's normally don't really. They don't really like the super fans, and I know BBUS super fans get a bad rap. But I remember thinking every year, like, oh yeah, this person is a super fan. Like, if they don't hide it, they're like, they should be able to hide this and go far. Kevin did really well, but I think a lot of the other super fans kind of go early, where you just kind of come in and be like, I've only seen a couple episodes of the show. I think you do better. So I don't really know if she, uh, if she does herself any favors by immediately recognizing that. Oh look, it's all winners. Wait, that's not all winners. It's Gary. Oh, and Anthony's there too. Mm-mm. I clocked this. This is all final twos within three seconds. And there's because yeah. me, the casual, was like, oh, 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 okay, yeah, let's vote her out. You know, and so I'm really hoping that she does well. Um, because I think I like them all, but and and I think I am uh like 
uh, I guess my occupation will be casual super fan. So uh, I think that, you know, like as one of her understudies, I, I think she could do well in the game. I just really want her to hold her cards a little bit closer to her chest. Yeah, you know, weirdly, Big Brother Canada, it, uh, they do tend to cast more fans. And so what we sometimes see is that being a fan is sometimes like a prerequisite for like fitting in because so many people are fans. Uh, however, I do think that you have to be careful about it being like the first impression, especially when you're talking to like the, the, the reason that Zach stood out to me was that like Zach is not the guy, in my opinion, to be explaining how much you know the show to uh, like, uh, like, oh, yeah, this is the guy. It's Anthony. I know all about this show. I feel like, you know, Zach is the guy, the guy that's like, uh, oh, look at Brainiac over here. <laughs> uh, you know, like that's this is no good. You got to you got to look at your audience. And this is a very this is a very bro heavy cast. Um, and most of the bros are not big fans. So if there is any season that is going to be a not very he fan heavy season, I think it might be this one uh, with just how many, uh, you know, big muscly bros who have seen one season maybe are in the cast. Uh, so I think you definitely got to be careful. I mean, we even saw Ty and Zach knowing little to no nothing about each other. They don't even know their last names at this point saying, oh, man, I got your back. Yeah, we're good. We're good. You know, so it's just like I, I do think this is going to be a very bro heavy season, especially with the amount of women who are saying that guys are their weaknesses or already attracted to somebody in these first introdu introductions. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, we got some Alliance talk on the very first episode and I was kind of like, okay, I don't mind it. You know, you come in, you're like, the first four, we got to keep each other safe. Yeah, sure, whatever, fine. That's, that's fine, that's fine, whatever. And then 30 seconds later, the, the women walk out and then the guys are like, okay, but like, seriously, it's me and you, buddy. He's like, oh, sure, you got it. And then we get to this twist. It's kind of like, or maybe not. Maybe we don't have it. Maybe we don't even get to decide. Maybe one of us is going to be on the block and we don't have any choice. Who knows? But I do appreciate the early gaming, even though it's little. You know, I, I think you got to do whatever it takes to give yourself an edge. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
But what do y'all think about this week one, no elimination? What is what's what's happening here? So, yeah, week one, no elimination. This is actually not that weird. Um, it's it's pretty much what Big Brother US did for years is they'd have a two week first week that you thought mm-hmm. was one week because it aired in one week. But the reality was it was actually two weeks. Um, and it seems like that's pretty close to what they're doing here. They're just not having an eviction on uh, the second episode, which I think is a good call because it's hard to care in the second episode, again, with how it's formatted. Um, and so giving us a chance to actually like get a little invested in the characters before we send one of them packing, I think is a good thing. Uh, get the game running a little bit first so that people have some time to dig in. I think that's a good thing. Um, so that that by itself, I think, is is fine. The second part of that twist is that uh, the person who comes in last place in the HOH competition is going to be an automatic nominee for eviction, a third nominee. Uh, now, you know, Big Brother Canada prides itself on its uh, sort of innovative ideas, right? Uh, canceling live feeds, um, you know, canceling seasons. Uh, ejecting record number of players, um, you know, innovative ideas. Uh, weird to me that they decided to go with the tried and true third nominee that the U.S. has done many, many times, all completely unsuccessfully, uh, because it is such a bad idea with such a basic pitfall that literally anybody that knows anything about the show can easily point out to you if you say, Hey, we're thinking about adding a third nominee that the HOH doesn't have any say in. Uh, you can just be like, no, that's that, that's that's your majority alliance just controls that, dude. Like, that's so easy. <laughs> like, you're just giving the majority more opportunities to retain control of the game. It's very we've it's, it's a very simple concept. Uh, and yet here we are. So you're saying you missed the battle of the block. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Battle of the Block at least had something going for it, right? No. <laughs> no. Exactly. Exactly. My um, main my main concern kind of is the fact that we do have a good amount of non-fans that are on this season and I could see them doing something silly. Silly is a nice way to put it. Like saying, "Okay, first week whoever was last, whoever's that third nom, like we're not going to touch them. That's the fair thing. They weren't nominated the safe way. We're not going to touch them. And then they're going to keep that going like week to week. Like, oh, you know, it's you got out for it's okay. Like, it's not fair. We just decided as a house, we're not going to vote that person out. Basically, how the show works is that, you know, having a majority is a massive advantage to begin with because being able to control the HOH is huge. You control who goes home. So like the this sort of like first level of thought is like, oh, so what we'll do is we'll provide an opportunity for the HOH to not be in control of who who is up for elimination. So the majority won't control everything. The problem is that if the majority is in control and they nominate two people in the minority and one person from the majority is last in the HOH competition. Oh, yes, we did it. We got somebody from the majority up on the block. On the majority's HOH, we are, they're not in control anymore, except they are still in control because they are the majority and they have the majority of the votes and they just won't vote out one of their own, right? 
It's very simple. But if you reverse it and you say, okay, somebody from the minority finally managed to win an HOH. Here we go. They are about to upend the entire structure of the house, flip the game, uh, uh, all ups, upsy, turvesy, turvesy, curvesy, downsy, and, and it's going to be great. Uh, except, oh crap, my closest ally came in last place, and now my closest ally is going out on my own HOH. Uh, because the majority controls the votes and all of the people that I'm nominating who are in control of the house, oh, they just so happen to not be getting voted out because they control the votes. Uh, and it's, that's not going to happen every time, but you're just giving the majority more outs, more control. It's just such a dumb idea. Yeah. To Asia's point about, uh, some of these people who might've only seen 17 episodes of the show, we did hear some wonky alliance talk with the, um, strategy from was it zach and hope like you know what we do not need to win this first hoh god forbid y'all know there's a cardinal rule rule of thumb rule number one never win the first hoh especially especially when there's a potential nominee that if you throw this you could come in last place and be automatic nominee you never win and guarantee your safety and potentially get the power to put people on the block and to build an alliance around you and to have a whole week where you don't have to worry about people isolating you no sir re bob not on my watch you don't do that here on big brother canada and i was just like why are we having this conversation we do this every year like what's not clicking i'm sorry <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now I will I will caveat this with like if this is a one week twist, especially as the first week, then, you know, it's not nearly as bad as what I'm saying. If this is like a multi week twist, then we're in for some real hurt, potentially. Uh, if it's just the first week, you know, I think it's manageable. It's not the kind of thing that's really going to like it's like teams in Big Brother Canada nine that lasted like a week. And it was like, you know, it didn't it kind of it's kind of sucked, but they got rid of it fast enough that it didn't ruin anything. I think the uh, fact so. that it's named, though, it's named the dead last twist that is maybe might last about four weeks. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you would. I don't. Would you really waste the name on it if it's just one <laughs> right. and done? Because I mean, we've seen this before. This is not the first time this has happened, but this is the first time I ever remember it having like the dead last twist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know if it ever got the cinematic, um, you know, moment that it's having here. So you might be right. I think we might be stuck with this for a while, which would really suck because you know the easiest way to break the game is to throw that extra nominee in there. The real dead last twist is uh, how Big Brother Canada is dead last in approval ratings for their fan base. Um, <laughs> you know what I realized? So when I started the episode, I was like, I don't want to be so down on it, you know, because I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm giving my VPN a one month trial. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> if you look at it as if it's not Big Brother, you know, because you know how we see Big Brother. But we've been introduced to so many shows recently, like The Traders. Uh, you have Pressure Cooker on Netflix. But when I look at Pressure Cooker, I'm like, oh, that's like Big Brother and like Top Chef mixed together. So we think of this like, you know, Big Brother Light or, you know, is this is that show that's kind of like Big Brother, you know, similar format. Mm -hmm. Then we would feel a little bit better. Yeah, but it's the opposite of OTT. <laughs> but you know, then you like watch the episode and you're yeah. like, oh, right. This show is actually not good. <laughs> it, it's the opposite of OTT. You know, o OTT is basically all feeds and this yeah. is like no feeds, you know, so it, it works. It also helps that Big Brother Canada's production does a really good job of setting this, like the stage for this to look like something that is not Big Brother. Big Brother US is like, this is summertime and we're all in the house and it don't matter how the house looks because it's the, the biggest summer party of the year and we, here's your rubber duck. But Big Brother Canada is like, no, 
we have a whole different theme and we have all this other stuff going on. So they kind of try to trick you into, into believing that this might not be the big brother that you're used to. So maybe there's a way to suspend belief a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still like you're taking away the stuff we love. You know, we need the live feeds because y'all be lying to our faces. Y'all play in our face every season. So it's really hard to enjoy the show knowing that y'all be making stuff up. So hopefully these daily things that they plan on doing, Taryn, hopefully they give you a lot of content to cover every day. Yeah, and you know, they just they just they keep insulting us too. I hate you so with, much. They haven't changed the marketing at all. You don't get <laughs> you don't get to talk about twenty four seven anymore. You don't get to have <laughs> the sign out anymore. This and remember, someone is always watching. Has now Ooh. turned into the someone being the key part of that statement. Okay, like, you don't get to say change. it anymore. It's just be watching. part of your show. One person is always watching, like one, per- someone, <laughs> someone, the number one, He's like, it's like one guy, like looking at the live feeds, Taryn, this is the job, no, no disrespect to Rob, but this is the job you should be applying for. Like you should be the daily curator. So you go in and you basically do your own version of live feed updates, but you just do like montages of what you think is important. I think we might have your calling right here. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, I, I don't envy the people whose job it is to now watch those feeds without the resources <laughs> of the community. Uh, I'm sure that the pro- the end product is going to be so much better now. Uh, so uh, anyway, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the cast. Uh, you know, do, do, do we feel like we've gotten anything? You know, you guys didn't watch the videos ahead of time, but uh, did anybody like stand out to you other than Big Daddy K? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will say, you know, I did see the pictures, of course. So I would say Roberto came off a little bit more charismatic and likable than I thought that he was going to be. I I did see him more like a bro, but I feel like, yeah, he may be a bro, but I, but he has that Gino appeal. Um, and then I would say, yeah, of course, Amal, but I feel like she's going to be a very big personality. And I just hope she finds her crew in the house that will be willing to support her and not, oh, she, she'll be easy to get out because she knows too much, you know. Um, she's kind of coming off how I thought Daniel would because he's a super fan, but he's playing it. Well, I mean, from what we've seen so far, you know, we've only mm. seen so much. Um, from what we've seen so far, it seems like he is, he's, he's, he's very excited to be there, but he's chill. And I think that's the best way to play it for now until he can figure out how the house is going to shake up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, honestly, like, I feel like there weren't a ton of standouts to me. I'm still like, even, even though we did a whole draft, I'm still struggling with names uh, and (laughs) like faces. Um, And uh, I will say, I feel like uh, the recipient of the Canada saves twist um, because he's already won it. Uh, Jonathan from, um, you know, he, the guy that looked Canada, Canadian, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he seemed like he was struggling the most in terms of like fitting in, uh, like he, like, I feel like we got a bunch of shots and like, uh, confessional little snippets of him just being like, yeah, I'm just like a normal person. So <laughs> like, I just do like normal things. Taryn, you called him the guy that looks Canadian. And it's funny because in my notes, I put Kyle Moore, the pirate, um, because that's all I got. You know, like like you said, well, somebody the person rough. went up to him and was like, you look really you look really Canadian. 
and and doesn't he? I mean, you know, like I said, I thought I had to do a double take. I was like, oh look, it's Kyle Moore, the real cop. The well, one of the cop. Well, it's the he's a pirate <laughs> on the open Kyle seas. Moore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I agree. He does give big Canadian vibes, which I mean, they all do in a way. But I definitely understood what they meant when they said that. Um, I am concerned about a few of these people just at first glance. Uh, we've talked about hope a little bit. But uh, he's huge and he has a lot of energy. And I, just, I don't know, man. Like uh, there was there was some nay-naying for Shanae and two there was nay-nays. a whole bunch of yeah, two nay nays for, for Zach on yeah, a joke. He did, did nay for Zach. It's a lot of nay and Like if I have to pick my nominees, I'm gonna take that into consideration. I'm just saying. Uh Shanae uh makes the joke, right? It's funny the first time. When Zach repeats the joke, do you nay-nay again? And or because because it's not funny this time. Or do you not nay-nay, but risk alienating Zach because you made his joke worse? Mm, strategic nay-naying, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. something to think about, yeah. Do you change it up? Do you just do a whip and then a nay-nay? Yo, Asia, what do you think? No, you sit and you say no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a social game. Please sit down. <laughs> because that showed me a lot about Zach. I'm like, oh, so you yourself aren't the funny guy. But you you portray a funny guy by taking other people's joke because it was like there was nothing original about what he did, but he did it to get the, you know, the uproar because he's Zach's, that guy. Yeah. He has the billionaire strut. So yeah. <laughs> when he said that, I pictured him walking to a room like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you. Finger guns there. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Carol from accounting. I see you. How's your mom? You know, like I was like, all right, this guy's not long for this world. I saw his intro again, and it, it was like a fresh wave of hatred. <laughs> was it the Zach facts that got you, or the Zachs that got you? Honestly, by the time it gets to Zach's, like the Zach's is like an improvement on what came before. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, okay, that's terrible and corny, but it's it's not like uh, I I hate you. <laughs> when he's like, he's like, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I'm a senior VP. Uh, I go into the office and I make people work. Uh, I'm like, please leave. I'm like, you know what I think of when I hear serial serial entrepreneur? I think of the Firefest guy. Uh-huh. He's yeah. like, you just keep doing things, trying stuff, don't work, trying stuff, don't work. <laughs> just okay, so I, I feel like I could watch a CoffeeZilla video about a scam that you do eventually. Uh, <laughs> like this, this is not good. Heavy on the scam, likely from Zach. I got that. Yeah, we all are. Uh, we are aligned on this one. But do you think he has what it takes to actually use some of this uh, boss bitch attitude that he's bringing into the house to like rally the troops and actually form a decent alliance? Because he was trying in the first episode. Yeah. With this cast, absolutely. I think if you were <laughs> had had you placed him last year, absolutely not. They would have been yeah. a huge no. But I think he has enough guys here to work with that are going to be like, oh, yeah, this is blah, 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 blah. You know how bros talk. <laughs> so it, the Somebody fact that he, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Just any, anytime we talk about bros from now on. That's all I hear. <laughs> Am I a bro? Aj, is this what you hear when you listen to my podcast? Do you listen to my podcast? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I listen to Abbott Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> you listen for Gia. Just call it what it is. Um, you know, uh, another person that stood out to me was Anika. 
Uh, I thought she was uh, she was very cool. But I, I, you know, the intro packages, they always do the thing where they show they say this person has a pet peeve. Now, look at how this person is exactly that mm-hmm. pet peeve. This person is attracted to this thing. Look at how this person is attracted to this exact person. And uh, I forgot who it was. was like, I don't like arrogant people. And she's like, I'm arrogant. Well, not arrogant, but basically I'm arrogant. I said, OK, I hope she's not too arrogant because that probably won't go too well over here. But she seemed nice. Well, that was so that was Daniel saying, I don't like arrogant people. And they flashed to her, you know, having talked about being arrogant. And my immediate reaction was like, are they trying to make it seem like Daniel isn't going to like love Anika? <laughs> because right. like that, let me tell you, she is not who he's talking about when he mentions right. arrogant people. Uh, and then lo and behold, they are teammates in the HOH competition. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I feel like they, they misplayed their hand on that one. Yeah, especially they picked like they clearly clicked right away. Um, but yeah, she's another one who like I when I was impressed watching her bio, like she's she's proud of her culture. She's Bangladeshi. She is representing. And she said, oh, yeah, I've seen one season. I, I'm just going to wing it. Queen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We were so close. We were so close. So close. Like, ah. But yeah. she might have an amazing so- social game. So we'll see. Yeah. Hey, look, if she can pair up with Daniel, he knows the ropes, you know, he can he can help her out. I would definitely prefer for her to pair up with Daniel than JM. I know that some people were happy, like high on him preseason based on what I heard on the draft. But seeing him in the house, I'm kind of worried. Um, it was just some of the stuff I saw from the uh, the prepackaged material or whatever, where he's just like, I don't know how to shut up. I don't know how to stop stirring the pot. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to hide. I'm just like. But that's not good here. I need you to be able to like really like like blend in, blend in for just a little bit so they don't come after you. Um, we've seen this a, a lot with social players in Big Brother where they go find this other person and they it's just the two of them link up and then they're like just this unbreakable duo just sitting around gossiping and talking and having a good time. And then next thing you know, they're on the block against each other. I'm thinking of you, Jason and Davon. I'm thinking of, uh, what was it, uh, Julie and uh, someone else. Uh, what was it? Well, I forget what their alliance was called. I don't remember. Uh, but it was like three of them. Anyway, um, yeah, they always get these social people who like click up in the house and then they're just they they realize very quickly that it's the three of them versus the rest of the world and i don't really like that so i'm hoping that daniel and anika can maybe bring jm in a little bit so he doesn't end up in that situation because it could get tough yeah i think some of the pushback um to me because i was high on john michael was uh concern that you know that he won't get sort of brought in by the bros and that because he also is like fit and and or seemingly fit and seemingly like could be good at competitions would then be like the guy that isn't in with the bros that the bros want to target because he's a threat to them. Um, and I could definitely see that, uh, especially with how broy these bros are being um, and how well he does in this competition. Uh, however, the flip side to that is that having done well in this competition that hopefully will give the bros more incentive to actually bring him in. Um, and as long as most of the bros aren't Zach's, I think we're probably okay. <laughs> I, also, I thought it was funny since you mentioned the competition that they had time to discuss if they wanted to win it or not and still go on to win it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the bros, they've lost a piece, right? They, they clown shoot themselves. Uh, it's uh, what are you gonna do? 
Um, but I was I was a little concerned about this because one of John Michael's things in his bio was that he has studied the competitions. He said uh, specifically uh, he's done the research to know which competitions to win and which to throw based on past winners. And I really have to question his math because apparently he thinks it's important to throw the first HOH despite all of the evidence pointing toward the first HOH being the best competition to win in like the entire show. Um, like immediately like, okay, can you show your work, please? Yeah. Don't, losing the first HOH, like the first HOH curse has not been a thing since like Big Brother US five like it's not been a, like it's been forever like we stopped telling that lie a long time ago we actually beat that drum every season yeah like it was like big brother two was the time it happened. Yeah. Like, like it's been 30 years get over it it's not happening again uh just win the first one win the first one and figure everything out if nothing else you don't want to be on the block because people don't want to talk game with you if they think you're going away. They think you're going home and they don't want people to see you connected with them because then they're not connecting with the people who are actually going to be in the game. So I can't spend time with you if you're on the block because then people might think you should go on the block next. And so, yeah, if nothing else, ensure your safety for a week or two in a situation like this where you can have a little wiggle room to get ingratiated into the game. Like there's no reason for you to leave yourself vulnerable. If you can avoid it, at least during the first week, you waited all this time. You, you've uh, auditioned for the show uh, years and years and years. Oh, some people 11 years of just auditioning for this show only to get on here and be like, I'm fine going home first. Absolutely not. Not on my watch. (laughs) Yeah. Especially I think the, the biggest issue is that like, especially in this spot is that like you can win as a team and then just give it to your partner. If you're really that concerned about being the HOH yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is to just make sure that those bros don't get it because if those bros get it, then it's, it's dominoes. And like, uh, I assume that he only studied big brother Canada because the, the trend is not as prominent in big brother Canada, this idea of first HOHs and subsequently big alliances running the game. Um, but it's, I think, something very important to recognize uh, that uh, that this is some a, a danger. Um, and being in a position of power, whether it's you or you know, it's almost best case scenario to have you know the person that you pick with you to be uh, the HOH because you are, you can kind of be their right hand person during their reign and get all of the benefit of being close to the HOH. Well, with none of the downside uh, or you know less of the downside. Um, ultimately they win it though. So I think this is a good thing ultimately for the both of them. Uh, and you know, we will, uh, we will see. And, uh, who was JM's partner in this competition? I forget. Uh, I believe it was, um, the, uh, the van life, uh, Santina, Santina, Santina. Yeah. Do, do we know? Sure. Do we, yeah, I was like, do we have a good read on anything about Santina aside that she likes to cook? Nope. Mm. That's it. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's all I have in my notes for Santina. So I feel really bad. Like we watched the whole first episode. And I was like, Santina is there as well. Um, also there, um, the little fit one. What did she say her name was? Uh, not Claire. Claudia. 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 Yeah, another person who was also there. I just really want to get more from these characters in the in the episode. I know it's an hour long. Um, but if you're going to be showing us like these intro packages, at least make them really, really good to where we feel like we have a good knowledge of them. Because I think the only thing I got from Claudia was that like, oh, she's really attracted to guys with tattoos and hoop nose rings. And guess what? 
we just happen to have one right here behind door number one. I was like, oh, look, a hoop nose ring. What a coinkydink. <laughs> so um, we might see some showmancing in the future for her. I will say uh, Shania, a.k.a. Shanene, um, big, big part of her her intro was that, uh, or, or at least at least from my perspective, was that she <laughs> talked about she likes guys that look like they're a little bit ill. Uh, and then she came out hot with uh, Roberto. He's great. Um, uh, for me, on a scale of healthy to ill, Roberto is like firmly on the side of healthy. I don't know. Is, <laughs> I don't know if Asia, you have a different perspective here. But did she mean ill, like sick? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> like ill, like yeah, that's ill, like that's sick. Pretty sure she meant ill, like uh, like uh, they well. could, you, you could see them lying in a bed and feel like that's yeah, that's appropriate. Oh no, like you need to take care of them. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you, Taryn, famously said that when you think of ill, you think of Pete Davidson, right? Yes. Is that what you said? Just, yes. Somebody looks a little sickly, you know. That's and it. when I look at Roberto, I do not think of Pete Davidson. Right. She, she's just looking for that. She's trying to get that little anemic vibe, you know, like every now and then the girls go up for the guy who looks a little anemic, like his like his like his iron is low, like he's been chewing on ice or something like that. Like, that's what she's going for. Roberto looks that. like just something that she's going to like compromise with in the meantime in the Big Brother house. But you never know. The, the bunch of attractive people in this house, they could mix and match however they want. Am I am I wrong and wrong in thinking that Roberto is like next level attractive? <laughs> Yeah, no, he definitely is. This is a very attractive house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, started on tie. There you go. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, no, Asia. Go ahead. You already clowned me. <laughs> Came out the gate like, I knew Chappelle would be. Well, guess what? I got in my notes. I knew I knew Asia would <laughs> be going up for Ty. What, did you have any strong first impressions about Ty, who basically wasn't in the episode, Asia? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, we saw his mom just as much as we saw him. Mm. Um, but yeah, he had a great smile. I think it'll be, I think he's going to be very likable. So I, I hope that, I mean, well, we're only getting the show, so we, <laughs> we may just see the likable side of him. <laughs> All right. Um, honestly, I'm looking at some of these other, other names and I, I, I don't even see like anybody else that, that really stood out to me too much here. Well, 
I was surprised to see that Renee was studying to be a lawyer. It, mm-hmm. it always kills me when they shoot they show like the like the secretly smart hot person in the house who is like they're like this person is smart. They they're trying to be a lawyer, so that's gonna help them in the game. And then their entire intro package is like, I really like dinner and makeup. That's really <laughs> all I like. It's kind of my thing. And also I'm in law school, but never mind. You know, like, but that, that's neither here nor there. That can't help me in Big Brother. It's this makeup stuff that I'm going to do that's really going to give me the edge. I just feel like you have such interesting characters. I can do it. An hour and 15 minute uh, premiere. You know, give us a little something else. We could we could have got into some of these people because they do seem very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think we do now have the image. Let me see if I can pull this up. This Ooh. is the uh, the portrait of all of the final two. <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> um, oh, yes, two members. The front. yes. Here we go. Yeah, I see Paris, uh, Sabrina here. We got He's Kevin. Kevin Martin, <laughs> Godfrey, Deshaun back Look there. At that. Yeah, the other time. Oh, the brothers. Cool. I didn't even catch them on the show. Yeah, yeah. Do you think these are? Do you think these are actual outfits that they have, uh, oh. or did they put these outfits onto them? Absolutely. Uh, I think they had them get dressed and they went in and posed. I have I don't, good authority. No, no, no. I definitely I definitely disagree. I don't think you could pay Gary to wear something that is not covered in glitter. <laughs> um, like, I'm sorry. I just I think he puts his foot down and storms out the house at that point. Who how did they decide who sits down? We got we got Gary, Karen, and Kevin as the mm. sit-down people. Because I also was wondering, were they going in order? Because you have, you know, Jillian all the way on the right, but no, then you have season yeah, four. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Josh But they are it, next to each other. Do we think yeah. the heights are realistic here? I mean, Anthony is the tallest, <laughs> obviously. Very but tall. I think Godfrey's pretty tall. I think so, because I know Tyshawn is kind of tall as well. Uh, I don't think, I, I don't know yeah, about... Yeah, I think so. This, this looks about accurate. Is Dane that short or is he kneeling? Dane's pretty <laughs> short, I think. Okay. At least in comparison to like the tall dudes that he was always around. Gotcha. Now this is a nice portrait. You know, Josh is in uh Kevin's shadow, as as is tradition. Um, <laughs> this makes sense. I I like this picture a lot. But yeah, I think that picking the final tools is a safe way of saying we don't have any favorites here. Get a load of Big Brother US because they will put their favorites name up on the wall, name a twist after them, and have them come back and host the competition right in your face. Uh, and then also let that person enter the game and give you all kinds of hints, and, and then walk out and then go be on a podcast about it the next day. Uh, so maybe Big Brother Canada is uh towing the line a little bit more when it shows uh, you know to their to their past contestants um we spent a lot of time in big brother 10 even talking about past contestants you know because it was the 10th season so maybe this is an homage to that yeah what? uh for a show that that seemingly cares about its history <laughs> i think they <laughs> wouldn't zoom in? mix the live feeds are you Ooh. able to zoom in on kevin uh kevin ted jacobs is his head proportionate it doesn't like, feel right to me yeah, something about it <laughs> makes me give it a second look. You know, I feel like that's the case for a couple of them in there. Uh, honestly, I feel like uh, some of the heads just don't look like they fit on the bodies. I wonder if they took an existing portrait uh, and then oh. put heads on top. Uh. Maybe that's what he had to have. Like, okay, we have to have a woman sitting in the middle. Because, like, look at Karen. Like, Karen's face is a different color than the rest of her body. Hmm. Yeah. 
Um, Sarah from uh, BB Canada the Five, though, eating everybody up, though. You know, letting y'all know what she came here to do. I think, look, look at that. It was very classy. I like it. Uh, it's just like I said, it was just a choice because when you have when you think about your Big Brother All Stars, re- regardless of if it's uh, Canada or U.S., a lot of times it's not your final two. That's not who you think of when you think of like these Hallmark seasons. Maybe it's different in Big Brother Canada. They I uh, noticeably missing uh, Sheldon and Brooke, the last two people in the Big Brother Canada eight house. <laughs> <laughs> they were the last two to walk out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how they missed that one. I don't know why. I don't think there'd be any other reason to not include Big Brother Canada. Eight. They couldn't. They couldn't get him to come back to take the portrait. You know, to, to <laughs> see him for it. They're like, no, thank yeah. you. I've I've done enough. But yeah, that's that's a, that's that would be such an easy comp. Put Karen in a red dress instead of that blue dress. Like it could work. <laughs> um. Uh, hey. All right. Taryn, these casts, you know, we've and we've seen this in the past in US Big Brother where you got like your guy and with the glasses, you know, your Steve slash Ian archetype or whatever. You have these archetypes that get passed down and passed down and passed down. The the Donnie, the James, you know, like these people who just clearly just are co- carbon copies of these other players. I haven't seen that much Big Brother Canada, obviously, but I mean, some of this was like, I was like, do we have to do a DJ every year? Like, is, is that a thing? And then like we we already did Gino, but now we have to bring in a gym manager this year. It's like, I feel like a lot of this is already, we did this already, right? Like, I, I think like with the cast that's normally, and that is always as diverse as Big Brother Canada, I feel like a lot of times we're getting a lot of the same people over and over again. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They they do they definitely fall into to rhythms. I wonder if part of it is like the structure of how like, casting works in terms of like you know because it, it, it's not like one person that does everything they have people that work for them and so if you are like hey i want to get my people that i find cast you know on the show and then i know oh i know this works so i'm gonna you know bring a bunch of these people into the thing and then uh it just kind of like perpetuates itself a little bit because you're you know you're looking for things that you know have worked before in terms of like getting them cast in the first place. And then obviously when you're in charge of making the call to cast them, you're also probably thinking, well, you know, Gino gave us the gummy bears, you know, like, uh, <laughs> like this worked. So let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep this train moving. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I agree though. I think that, you know, we can, uh, we can mix it up a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, like the only thing that kind of stands out to me on this cast is like with John Michael and Daniel. Um, so we have some representation there. Um, and then I'm trying to think in past at least Big Brother Canada seasons, have we seen like an Amal and Koozie, like two black women? Um, so hard. I just I'm trying to remember from last season. I mean, I, you know, obviously we, we've we've had uh, uh, black women, but I think the koozie, Big Daddy K energy, uh, like definitely yeah, that feels different. unique to Big Brother Canada to me so far, at least. Yeah. And uh, koozie, uh, I mean, koozie, a former uh, what uh, Ms., was it Miss Zimbabwe, Miss World Zimbabwe. I was like, this is pretty cool. OK, you got like a like a big pageant winner. I'm hoping that means she's competitive. She's already perfect. She needs to win the game uh, like Taylor winning and then uh, Koozie winning. This is just what I need for like a good, solid stretch of Big Brother. Give me that. 
Yeah. How could I forget? Last season we had Betty, Summer, mm-hmm. yeah. Tanisha. Okay. I'd need a refresher. But yeah. Yeah, they Tanisha do. was like the mom, right? Yes. You know, that, yeah, and now and now we have um, our new mom uh, in Vanessa, I think is kind of like the mom archetype here. And then we have Betty, who I believe was Ethiopian. And now we have... Uh, I do Kuzi, hate who you. Is, yeah, Kuzi, <laughs> who's not, who is uh, Zim, from Zimbabwe. So I think there are, some, there are a few parallels in here to me, Asia. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, what about this competition? Um, because... I I know I watched it, but if you told me if you if you ask me to explain it to you, I think I would have trouble. I'll I'll try. They had to take puzzle pieces from the top and put them down a net that was twisted, and then come down themselves in the net that was twisted, and then put the puzzle pieces together. I think was the gist of it, but I had a lot of trouble following this. Yeah, I see someone in the chat said the the comp was good, but the coverage of it was terrible. Yeah. That's what, that was the part for me. I it was very hard to just because they were showing so many different people. I just didn't know who was ahead, who wasn't, who was at what part. It was really funny seeing Big Daddy K stuck in the <laughs> net because yes. she was so stuck. I don't know if you want to hear this again. I but. am stuck in here like a fish. I am wiggling for my life. <laughs> I cannot get <laughs> mangled like a pretzel. Where is my passport? I will go get her out of the net. I'm sick of this. Stop playing in my queen's face. My king's face. Daddy K, that, get her out of that net. I, that was probably the most stressful part of the episode for me. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was like, is she really? Well, I was thinking like, if she comes in last place, if she ends up on the block, I am going to oh, be If we lose so Big Daddy K to this twist. Listen, I'm burning. If we lose Big Daddy K to this twist, I'm never watching the live feeds again, damn it. <laughs> they won't be there for you to watch. Hey, just stop it. How dare you? <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm going to I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm canceling my live feed subscription. <laughs> yeah, Rudy, Rudy in the chat says, uh, I, I saw Daniel eating it up and then never saw him again. I agree. I was like, <laughs> look at two people on my draft team, Daniel and, uh, and, and Anika on the same team. And and uh, uh, Arissa was like, they're in first place. And I was like, let's Where? go. <laughs> and then they never appeared on the show for the rest of the episode. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Where are they? It's very weird. Like, y'all know y'all don't have that much content for us. So you would think, you, especially after your intro of 195,000 cameras in this house, watching 24-7 from all <laughs> angles, we don't miss a thing here. You can't see it, but we do. We see it all. And now in the, in the competition, like, so did we see anything? No, we actually did not see anything. Um, we only had 12 cameras on this time. But when we get the <laughs> other ones up and running, then we will have uh, full coverage of this show to an extent. Yeah, where did y'all see Vanessa once during the nope. comp? <laughs> no clue. I think nope. so. Nope. <laughs> I just remember seeing the bros. Couldn't tell you which ones. Uh, I and then John Michael and uh, Santina were they won, and I and the koozie was stuck in the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's, that's Those it. Are my notes. That's, I got nothing else. <laughs> Yeah. She's still stuck heading into Oops. tomorrow. Yeah. Who was Vanessa Perry? <laughs> to this with? day, she is still in that yeah, net. Yeah. <laughs> she better not still be in it, damn it. I swear <laughs> to God. That's why they canceled the live feeds because they knew that my queen would be like, stuck in that we net. We cannot get her out. <laughs> <laughs> like in a week or two, they're like, we got it. We're dead. <laughs> live feeds are back up and running. She's down, y'all. Um, do we even know who all the pairs were? 
No. Dang. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of stuff we need. Because then we can say next when the next episode comes on, like, oh, yeah, they work together in this competition. Who knows? Who yeah, knows who worked we together in the competition? We spent 40 minutes on their, bio, their intro bios that we make a point of saying, this tells us nothing about what, how they'll actually play. The draft is just for fun because we're always so wrong. It's basically pointless information. Uh, we spent 40 minutes, like, bit by bit going, this person gets a two-minute intro. This person gets a two-minute intro. Uh, we can't have, like, just a quick run-through of the pairs and why they came together and how they came together as a great little, like, starting off point for what the relationships are like in the house. Like, come on. It's only, there's only eight. Eight pairs. It would have yeah. been great just to see Daniel say, hey, I clicked with Anika right away. So that mm-hmm. so we we had to pair up, <laughs> and then yeah. it, like we don't even know why Koozie and Amal paired up. Like, did they re- did they hit it off, or you know, was it just like a? Did anybody not get picked? And is right. that weird? Right, right? like uh, it, it, we might get some of this next time, but you know, we might also get you know some Wendy's versus HelloFresh <laughs> content. They're gonna know? have to keep it moving because the next episode isn't until Tuesday. Yeah, I just think I think the only pair we got a mild explanation of was Jonathan because he's like, I kind of want to work with Roberto, but Roberto's working with Hope, so I'm gonna work with Claudia. It's like, okay, the bros wanted to work together. Shocker, you know, it's like, <laughs> I just w- I wish you're right, Asia. It would have taken three seconds to do that for every person, and you could have done it during the challenge because during the yes. challenge, we saw nothing. Uh, I don't know, man. This is this is tough, Big Brother Canada. You're losing a lot of goodwill with your with the Canadian viewers. I've been, I've my ear has to the street, they're not happy with you right now. Rent is due, it's time to step it up. Let's not drop the ball here. <laughs> yeah, I will uh, say. Yeah. If, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna have live feeds, you need to actually work on your the product that you're creating. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I will say, Arissa did look great. That Yay. we did miss over. She walked exact, out yeah. that sparkly purple dress, looking amazing as she always does. So she did her thing as as the host, um, as she always does. Hair looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The original. So that's more positive. Yeah, Arissa always gonna eat. Okay, she not gonna. She she said, "Look, live feeds are nothing. You are gonna get this work." And I was I'm appreciative of, of Arissa, but man, you know, we're up to a. It's like a whimper of a start. Like we really just kind of limped over the starting line here, and we got a long season ahead of us. And now we can only hope that it gets better because we're gonna miss so much. So yeah, hopefully, like Terrence said, they put a lot more effort into what we actually get. You know, like you you have all week. You don't have to worry about uh turning the feeds off, turning them back on, turning the feeds out, turn back on. You could just sit here and focus on, okay, what is the end product? What are we going to have here for the show? And maybe we get some great production, some great moments um, for the television show, because often a lot of that is ruined by the fact we have Lafayette. Like, we already know what's going on because the show, like, you know, Lafayette have already peeped us on to what, like, the interesting parts of the show. So... We don't have that. So that is a silver lining is that now we get to be like actually have to watch the show to enjoy the show. Um, But they need to put a lot more effort into it if it's going to be strong. Uh, And I have high hopes for Big Brother Canada. Uh, I'm new here, so I'm trying to really get invested. But, you know, it does hurt when people say, oh, you know, the one thing that we all kind of count on to watch the show is gone. And now we have to pivot. But there's no point in dwelling on it because it's not going to change. We just need to go ahead and get on board with what's new and try to make the best of it. Yeah, it's just it's just my holdover until we get, you know, true. <laughs> tried until and Big true Brother comes Big back brother. on. Brother. 
Yeah, until Big Brother goes back on. Exactly. Like, I want to have to worry about that. I want to be, I want to receive a notification from Feedspot to tell me that, oh, the feeds are back up because the veto ceremony just ended and now I get to see the real fallout. And I'm not used to not going through a Big Brother season and having Taryn in my ears every day, listening to what, everything I already watched pretty much, but still just the tidbits I missed. It's just, it's, it's, it's not, and, and because I've, I've seen some discourse about like, you know, you know, we aren't entitled to the live feeds. They're just a nice to have. No, that's what Big Brother is. Big Brother is, you have the edited version. That's why you have so many shows. It's live and you get the live feeds. That is, that's why, that's how super fans have come to be. I, there have been many times the episode is an afterthought to me because I'm just like, OK, I'm already caught up. OK, let's see if there was anything. Oh, I can fast forward through. I can watch watch the replay. I don't have to watch it live because I already know what was going to happen because I'm more than caught up on more than what they are going to show on the episode. So this is going to be a new experience. Like I said, I'm just I'm just going to be delusional and act like this is a new show and then see how I like it. Yeah. Imagine thinking the live feeds is the thing you need to remove from Big Brother. It's like, uh, <laughs> if you cut these competitions down to two minutes, like a quick two minute montage of like, you know, like some quick highlights here and then the winner and we yada yada that, we would have so much more room. And I guarantee you, and I speak for America's, the Americas, all of them, North, South, East, West, all the Americas, when I say, yeah, we do not give a damn about those competitions in real time. Like, uh, maybe the wall comp, that's fun to watch. But once we get the actual television show, I do not care. I watch the show so I can get the confessionals. That's why I watch the show. So you that's get rid it. of, yeah, really? so you get rid of the, the competitions a little bit. Just, just shave them down just a bit and then give us more content in the show since we cannot have the feeds. Just, let's just get us let's assemble this roundtable. Taryn, Asia, Chappelle. We go, we meet with the Big Brother uh, Canada producers and we just tell them, you know, just a small tweak. We can still save this because I don't feel like signing another change.org petition. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, look, that's our premiere. There will be an episode uh, tomorrow night uh, where we will see the conclusion to the uh, two-part HOH slash Somebody gets default nominated, uh, you know, thing. Uh, we'll see who those people are, uh, or at least we'll be told who they are if we can't really tell what's happening in the competition. And uh, we'll have a good time. Kevin will join us tomorrow night. Uh, Kevin Martin. Uh, I, look, she probably don't keep herself up. Uh, <laughs> Not Kevin Martin? <laughs> no, Kevin Jacobs will be with us tomorrow night. Uh, we'll have a great time uh, talking through the Thursday night episode. No eviction, apparently. Uh, so we'll just be uh, chatting through hopefully just more, you know, character building content. We'll find out who people are and what the relationships are like, or it'll be, you know, 40 minutes of competition. We'll find out. Uh, either way, though, it'll be a good time. Uh, anything else that you wanted to bring up from the premiere, Asia? Since we didn't get like an explanation about the dailies or the digital dailies on the premiere, which I thought they would because they usually promo the live feeds. <laughs> but, you know, because we didn't get a specific explanation outside of all of Arissa's interviews, do you think that they will start tomorrow or you think they're going to wait until after tomorrow's episode so we know who the third nominee is? I don't know. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, I well, normally we wouldn't even get live feeds until after Thursday anyway. Right. So I definitely don't anticipate getting anything until at least Friday. Um, you know, and it, but it also seems like the sort of thing that like, uh, you know, you'd get an email from somebody a week later and be like, oh, yeah, I meant to send this to you. Sorry about that. That's uh, me. I do that. H is right. Big Brother is not the same without waking up in the morning and listening to Terrence update. What am I going to do without my Puya Friday? I, what, what am I supposed to do now? I can't go You're to work. That's my commute. Yeah, that's my commute uh, sounds. I, I have to stay really? home from work now. Might as well quit my job or work from home again uh, because this doesn't make sense, y'all. So I'm, I'm hoping that they get the dailies out to us. We don't know what time the things are dropping. We don't know how many, like, how <laughs> long they're going to be. We don't know yeah, how, like, how much we're getting. It was just, uh, I hate it. I don't, I don't want this. Um, but it's okay. We're going to be fine. This is going to be a good season of television. Um, you know, one of the problems with trying to rewatch Big Brother seasons is that you don't get the feeds. So you really can't catch that same spark after the first time you watch the season. There are some seasons of Big Brother that are just good. Big Brother seasons, and you can watch them without the feeds. And then there are other ones where you kind of like, you had to be there. Um, and so I'm really hoping that because this is going to be one of those uh, seasons where we don't have the feeds to rely on, it's a season that uh, like holds up on its own without the feeds. Because some of these Big Brother Canada seasons, uh, people have told me that I don't even need to go rewatch them because there's no feeds. They told me I will never understand the glory, <laughs> the glory that is Paris. You know, and I'm just, and I'm very sad about that. And so maybe we get what we get here and then this will tell the entire story of what Big Brother Canada 11 is. Yeah, and then we'll never actually know if it yeah. was the good version. No. And then when they come out and say, you didn't see everything, we'd have to say, yeah, you're right. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it does solve a problem. It definitely <laughs> solves the problem of these players getting harassed all, uh, you know, for years after they come out you the show. You can't be mad at what you don't see. It's true. <laughs> right. It's Awful. true. You can't be upset about bad behavior if you don't see it. Yeah. That's how you fix it. Act like it's not there. Yeah. But you know what? It's cameras. Ironically enough, Big Brother US is the the franchise that's like, not us. We are the one with the integrity. We're going to show you all of it. It's like, are you? Because y'all be playing with the feeds as well. You know, like something gets tense on Big Brother US and they they hit the button real quick. You go on the fish, you turn it up, you know, like you're about to do everything (laughs) but watch this fight happen. Well, Big Brother US is now like the the sibling that normally would get in a bit of trouble uh, next to the Golden Child, but the Golden Child really screwed up now Uh and is like in prison. Uh, and, And Big Brother US is now like you were complaining yeah. about me this whole time. Mm-hmm. You still mad about that time I, you know, got drunk at the party? Like, come, because come on, look at look at this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Julie Denise Chin move mess. The bar is in hell. The bar <laughs> is in hell. Don't mess this up. Big Brother like Canada has least- paved the way. <laughs> She's like, at least you get to watch them drink coffee in the backyard in the morning. I don't care like, if you miss a whole week because of uh, <laughs> Dire Fest. We showed you something. Yeah. And, and we, of course, the thirsty ass Big Brother viewers with nothing better to do. We're like, fine, we'll take it. Like, <laughs> oh, dear God. It's like, well, I have to go outside in the summertime if we don't watch this show. So, of course, we're going to, of course, I'll take it. Damn it. Um, <laughs> the bar is in hell. Mm. All right. Uh, so that's what we have for you from the premiere again. Oh, I will be back tomorrow night to recap tomorrow night's episode of Big Brother Canada. You can uh, find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Darren Armstrong. I'll be watching it live 
with all of you. Uh, I'll say again, plans for coverage are still up in the air until we find out what these daily content drops will be. Uh, if they are even daily, despite being called dailies, um, and how much of them there are and, and all of that stuff. Uh, I think in, in ideal, in an ideal world, uh, I'm still doing daily podcasts covering what we see in these daily content drops, uh, and stuff like that. In a less ideal world, uh, maybe it's more of a like weekly recap of five-minute clips we got every day. Uh, so who knows? But we will keep you informed in terms of what the coverage will look like as we move forward. Uh, there will still be a roundtable. We will still have uh, episode recaps and all of that good stuff. Uh, I also, of course, have the Survivor Stock Watch uh, coming up. We There was a Survivor episode tonight as well. Uh, I'll be live. Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern with uh, none other than Hannah Chata uh, to Ooh. talk through this week's stock watch, uh, Survivor stock watch. Um, so that should be fun as well. Uh, and, you know, again, yeah, just check out the Twitch. Uh, if you need a VPN, I check out my Twitter. I got you covered. Uh, Asia, what are you up to? Yeah, so y'all can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Asia Like Asia. That's A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Um, right now, all, all of the love shows I talk about are bundled in a nice little feed called the Love at First Sight feed. You can find it at robhasawebsite.com slash first sight feed. Right now, I am talking about Married at First Sight over on our podcast called A Perfect Match with Jason Reed. We're talking about season 16 of Married at First Sight. We're having a great time. We have a Facebook page of a bunch of people that we talk about the show all week long. It's a great time. You can also find coverage of Love is Blind with Mary Kukowski, as well as Perfect Match, which we just wrapped up with Jason Reed and Kirsten McKinnis. Um, you can also find my coverage of The Ultimatum with Mary Kukowski. And so, yeah, all of those shows on the Love at First Sight feed. Um, and then I also uh, joined uh, Mary and Sarah Carradine over on Post Show Recaps to talk about Outer Banks. We talked about episodes nine and 10 of season three that just came out on Netflix. So you can go catch that if you're caught up on Outer Banks. Um, and yeah, give me a follow if you want to know what I'm up to. All right. Chappelle? Um, I am on Rob Has a Podcast talking about Netflix shows with Rob Sester. You know, this week we talked about uh, the Chris Rock stand-up special um, Selective Outrage uh, on Netflix for our Nothing But Netflix podcast. So you can subscribe to Nothing But Netflix wherever you get your podcast to keep up with all the things that Rob and I are talking about. This week we're talking about, uh, looks like a, like a Survivor-esque show called Outlast. Uh, with And I think our guest is going to be Mike Bloom. So check that out if you are interested in seeing what Netflix's answer to Survivor will be. Um, and we'll talk about that, of course, on Nothing But Netflix. Uh, also, I was on Rob and Akiva Nita podcast talking about uh, the greatest TV dads in history on the uh, uh, TV dad bracket for March Madness. So it's bracket season on Renap. And we broke down what looked like the, the stiffest competition for the best TV dad of all time. It was a fun show. Check that out over there. And then I was also on the Survivor Feedback Show for episode one of Survivor last week. So uh, if you haven't caught that, uh, we took questions. We talked about the episode. It got a little goofy. Rob talked about having sex with a pie. I won't spoil it for you, but it, the pie flavor did come up as a deciding factor as if he would do or would or not. So check that out as well on Rob Has a Podcast. Over on Post Show Recaps, uh, I am covering the final season of Snowfall on a podcast called The Connect on Post Show Recap with 
Mari and Latanya Starks. So uh, if you go over to the Connect on Post Show Recaps, you can see our coverage of Snowfall and then other coverage that'll come soon later on as well. Um, and then uh, I'm also covering Bel Air season two with Puya on Post Show Recaps. So if you've been watching Bel Air on Peacock, check that out. We just dropped our second episode not too long ago. Uh, Gia Worthy and myself are covering Abbott Elementary on Post Show Recaps. Every other week, we drop two, uh, one podcast about the most uh, recent two episodes of Abbott because it's 22 episodes a season, and I'll be damned I'll spend all my time <laughs> doing that. So every other week, Abbott Elementary content coming from Post Show Recaps. Subscribe to Abbott Elementary, a Post Show Recap to keep up with all of that. And then finally, I'm on Post Show Recaps talking about Grey's Anatomy with the great Ariel. Uh, Ariel and I have our uh, podcast series called Grey's Anatomy's Anatomy where we're talking about all the things, all the drama from past seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but we're also keeping up with uh, Grey's Anatomy season 19, um, Ellen Pompeo's last season as a series regular. So if you want to hear deep dives into uh, past drama on Grey's Anatomy, character studies from all the good times, but then also kind of get caught up on what's going on today in Grey's, check out Grey's Anatomy's Anatomy on Post Recaps. And you can follow me at Chappelle's underscore show to keep up with all of that and to find out what else I'm doing later on. Where do you find the time? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, Chappelle. And remember, someone is always watching. Chappelle is the one always watching. Yeah, and then Arissa said something like, oh, and uh, never forget, uh, suspect everyone. And I was like, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, in this house, expect to suspect Everyone. I was like, wait a goddamn minute, Arissa. This is this feels made up. Anyway, whatever. Just Next thing we know, me. she's gonna be sorry. She's gonna be saying sorry for you. Sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry yeah. So, for you. No live feeds. <laughs> stop it, Taryn. We're, we're trying to heal. Um, as a nations, multiple nations. Uh, but yeah, catch me all all, all over there um, where I'm spending all my time podcasting. And yeah, follow me on Twitter. Say hi every now and then. I'll, I'll respond probably. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here tonight. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow night to run it all back. Uh, but until then, see you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.